Hey guys, we are now on episode 14. Hey, this is a special episode, Ansi. Why? Because this is our first episode where we're not recording over the internet. What? Yep. We're not using the internet? I'm, I'm sitting in a little phone box in your house. You're in my house? What? Yes, Ben is in my living room. How many meters away are you? More than two, definitely. <laughs> I think possibly four meters actually. I think the castle that I built around myself counts. What is your castle? It's um, it's alphabet tiles, foam alphabet tiles. Foam alphabet tiles. The the what? The tiles that you would normally have for your children. That's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And you guys, listeners, you can give us, you can let us know how good acoustic um, properties. These, these tiles have. Such a tacky. I've got my microphone in this little uh, makeshift Amazon box with um, old HelloFresh insulator material on the inside to help because apparently whenever I laugh, it increases the, what's that word? Clipping. Is it clipping? It just clips. Yeah. It just clips. Whatever that means. We can do a show on that if you want to talk about No thanks. Um, it's too geeky for my liking. And I know not everyone is that geeky but um yeah it's our first episode where we are doing this face to face yeah but with many obstacles in between us <laughs> i'm excited ben's castle initially uh, like covered his face and i was like he can't even see his face yeah so i just pushed <sighs> i just pushed the letter p out of the middle of the uh the this tile. is ridiculous anyhow so what is today's episode Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Feedback. Do we, have, we don't have any feedback because the episode only went out yesterday. We're recording this on a Thursday as opposed to a Sunday. Um, yeah, so the reason why we used to record on Sunday evening was because uh, the, his kids were asleep. <laughs> and now we can do it on a Thursday afternoon. Lovely. That's right. Uh, so we don't have any feedback. I did pick up this book, though, um, called Atomic Habits. And um, What's that about? It's about, about habits. Yeah, it's about changing your habits. And I was thinking after our discussion about um, escapism last week, it, it, was, uh, it was quite good in, in talking about, you know, if you find yourself in a bad habit, like playing video games, for example, the gist is like m- making it difficult for you to, to actually do that thing. So like maybe you take your controllers and you like put them away in a cupboard or under your bed or something when you're finished playing. Oh, so encourage more obstacles yeah so that you don't easily So when you walk into the living room or your bedroom you don't instantly see your controller and just go oh i guess i'm playing then that's what they say about um losing weight if you want to lose weight just don't have snacks in the house and if you do have snacks in the house keep them like on the top 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 shelf which you have to like use a a step ladder or crawl on climb on top of the countertop just to reach those naughty snacks Yeah, yeah that apparently helps yeah, I saw a TV program the other day where the um, it was about houses and the architect put scales in the floor underneath his fridge or just in front of his fridge. So every time you you go to the fridge, you stand on the scales. <laughs> this is nuts. This will be a really interesting show, Ben. Do you know why? Why? Because not only is it just us having to enforce ourselves to practice this thing called active listening... But actually, we have this thing called non-verbal language now. (laughs) Well, I can just move behind. But then I'm like, why didn't we record with all like visual last time before? Too much work. Too much. Yeah, I guess so. It does affect the quality of uh, using the internet. 
more bandwidth involved. But no, this is good. Good to do it face-to-face. Communication is key. So, today's episode. What are we talking about? We're talking about the power of words. All right. So, power of words. Because recently, I just got thinking about how words affect all of us in some shape or form. Um, Especially during lockdown, we've had to rely on our words more in order to communicate with one another. Um, As I said uh, just now, I said um, this episode is very different because, you know, we now have face-to-face contact, me and Ben, so we, we don't have to be constantly interrupting each other practicing this thing called active listening but now we can actually use our site and also like you will see when I'm being triggered and you will you will calm down right yeah instead of a big sigh that I have to edit out I'll just have an eye roll yeah and I'll know what you're saying (laughs) so what's interesting is uh Mandy his wife said uh yeah so one time I was standing outside uh the study door and all I could hear was Ben saying Anzi 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 yeah (laughs) because i'm not actively listening during the the podcast recording um unfortunately you may have not heard that repeatedly mention of my name anyway so the power of words how important are words to you, Ben? How important? I think it would be hard to communicate without words. <laughs> there are other ways to communicate. Yeah, but it would be hard. No, other people are able to do that. Those that can't talk. Yeah, but it would still be hard. You've got sign language. You've got nonverbal language. You've got written form. Do you mean how, what is the significance of words in my... Yes, yeah. in your life. Um. I think it makes a big difference what people say to me, actually. Really? If, Do you yeah, get affected? If, if someone tells me, yeah, that I've done good at something. Um, Do you get or, a bit cocky? No, it just feels good. Or if someone tells me that I've done bad at something. Um, Does that trigger your vanity? Not necessarily vanity, <laughs> but um, it's something that I would dwell on, I think. Right. So I guess the words have the power to linger in your mind yeah whereas other other forms of you know like i don't know um other things don't affect me as much like what well so um so when i was teaching we we used to have lesson observations and anything that was said that uh that was either negative or that i didn't agree with i would like replay it over and over in my head which is not something that i normally do Um, oh but I'd be really like fixated on like, no, that's not fair. I was, I did mark the books. He just looked at that one kid that was away when I collected them or like, hmm. you know, um, it would, yeah, it would affect me quite, quite strongly. And similarly, I guess when you have a positive um, review or someone says something positive, hmm. it's easy to kind of absorb that and um, make that, maybe put too much stock in it, perhaps. I guess so. But you know that saying... What was that saying what, that we grew up with? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yes, that's the one. Wow, amazing. It's like you have telepathy yeah. <laughs> when you're in the same room. <laughs> yes. Does that still apply? 
I mean, it's like... That doesn't apply then? Calling someone names is not actually physically hurting, is it? Really? But yet, when we're on the playground as a child, it's very... It can really harm someone. Yeah. I think that's because we care what other people think about us, right? I guess so. I guess that's the nature of humans wanting to seek approval. Is that a fallen nature of ours? If someone says something to you and they're a stranger, like if someone shouts something to you in the street, it's not very nice, but I don't think it... It depends what they're you. shouting, Ben. If they're say, shouting yeah, yeah, a yeah. racist remark like, coronavirus if to me. If that comes from someone close to you, though, that's going to hurt more. True, true. But anything... Well, I guess it depends on how much you... So I'm quite sensitive because there is... To me, when I hear any form of words, I will get, yeah, super sensitive about it even if i'm in the shops or there's a stranger yeah they may not intend it but i i'm the super sensitive type is that bad i don't know i think caring about what the other people think about you yeah that's that's not great is it but everyone's like that though to a degree was jesus like that that's different Jesus was Jesus. We're told to be like Jesus. But it doesn't happen overnight. No, it doesn't happen overnight. This is really funny because I'm pulling faces to Ben. <laughs> no, but I feel like we've got we've just had what would have been a 45-minute conversation in one sentence there because we can see each other's reactions. <laughs> true, true, true. But I think... The Bible doesn't shy away from the power in words, right? Even the Bible is used as a weapon, right? There is power in God's words. He, he breathes life um, into, you know, words, uh, into the Bible and the Bible breathes life into us. But I'm amazed that even at the start of Genesis, God's power in words was he, he spoke the word out and he created like, I think that is a great representation of how powerful words are. And that's, that's only because God is doing it, right? God is very powerful. But I also see the same thing happening with us as humans. Can we speak and create, Ben? No. You mean, can I, can I say, I want there to be a mountain over there? Let there be light. And there was light. Well, I mean, Alexa, turn the lights on. No, no. Oh, I switched my Alexa off. Phew, phew. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but you still have to trigger her to to, to do those commands, right? You have to train her with those commands. But what about speaking and it causing a reaction? That's power, isn't that not? Yeah, actually, I guess. You've changed your perspective. No, I thought you meant, like, let there be light. No, I don't mean, like, creating a tidal wave. I mean, like, in an abstract type of way, yes. Not in a physical way. So, I see it as there is power in words. There is power in song lyrics. Yeah. There's power in, you know, the way that we pray. What's interesting is, is that the other day I was a... 
joining a, an online meeting, a prayer meeting um, with OMF, a Christian mission organization. And I was just amazed to hear different people pray because I'm so used to hearing people from our church pray, um, our usual friends, um, our pastor and people that I'm just, I really like listening to other people pray because it really inspires me and it makes me think about God in a different way. Are you not going to respond? Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm listening. <laughs> it's I, funny because uh, I can see him looking at his screen, his yeah. uh, computer screen, and I'm like, what is happening on that screen? I'm listening. Your lack of words is uh, making me a bit nervous, Ben. Sorry. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you Super feel... Super sensitive word. <laughs> you, my lack of words. So words and, and no words. Um, you... Say that again. You weren't even no, listening. I was, I was listening. It's just I can't grab the. <laughs> you thought. weren't listening. I was saying how you're listening to people praying. Listening to people praying can really change how you perceive God. Um, song lyrics can change how you perceive God. Song lyrics can also adjust your because um, it's quite emotive. Not only is it the sounds, the songs, and the tunes and the tempo, but it's also the lyrics that also play a part. So you agree? Yeah, I do agree. Does that mean that we need to be more careful about the words that go into our ears? Yes. Like the ones that we can control? Yes. I think so. Okay, well, let's... Uh, yeah, is it okay to listen to, to lyrics then that are not edifying? Absolutely. It, it can tear you down or build you up. So is it okay to listen to those then? Uh, so I would be very careful if you were to listen to those things. Um, not just music, even certain podcast shows. I remember there was one podcast show. I'm not going to say which one, but I I introduced it to Ben and it was... Um, I know which one. <laughs> Stop interrupting me. Link it no, not really. No, we're not linking because because it was really against um, a form of ministry um, in Christianity, and these were people that used to be in the ministry and left, um, and so they became so cynical and jaded. And I think I listened to the first two episodes, and I I think by episode three I was like I can't listen to any more because not only is it full of swear words, but these are people that have been so affected by the church that they've not managed to seek any reconciliation. And then this is really funny because Ben's not interrupting me at all. <laughs> but instead he's like looking at me as I speak, which is so bizarre. Sorry, uh, that was a side interruption from my part, my bad. And so I think that they didn't seek any reconciliation. They had experienced some level of trauma. Um, they didn't get any counseling and there was no closure. And so they come with bitterness and they speak with bitterness and they speak from a place of um, their woundedness as opposed to from their scars that have been healed by Christ. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you speak from a place where you're wounded, you will naturally have a lot more baggage and you can affect the people around you as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, that podcast, because I enjoyed... Did you listen to more of it? Yeah, and I... Because I, I wanted to know with their perspective. But at the same time, there was definitely, like, that feeling of, like, oh, the way these guys are speaking is not very gracious and it's not very... Yeah, um, it doesn't demonstrate wholesome. Christ. And so while we should 
be listening to other voices and 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 trying to broaden our, our horizon. Yeah, yeah, understand other people's experiences of church and or just of life. Um, yeah, there definitely there definitely was something almost gleeful about that, like tearing apart of of traditional. I think there's practice. a need to challenge yeah, yeah. traditions in but our it was it was way. like they were enjoy oh we're swearing because we can be edgy rather than just like <laughs> there was more swearing in that show than like a non Christian really I think so yeah I didn't listen to it's more. like people would they would do it deliberately because it's like oh we can do it because we're not oh, you know I guess so yeah I think there's a need to hear what they say but at the same time I know that it's not helpful especially if I'm not exactly. Um, like I'm easily swayed at that point in time. It may, maybe my faith isn't that strong or maybe I haven't done my devotionals in a while. Um, I'm not listening to God. Um, as I said in the previous episode, I'm I'm that sheep and I'm, I've not been listening to God because, you know, I've not been spending time with my shepherd um, and I don't know his voice. So the moment I start listening to other voices, it can really affect me. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it depends what, what, what context you're, you're listening to to it in I think do you think your language changes as you get older I think our language changes all the time like my language changes depending on who I'm talking to and and you have to accommodate and adjust your language to suit that person's need yeah but don't you use bigger words for your daughter so that she can help you can help her learn yeah we talked about this once didn't we yeah so I I yeah so I changed my language Whereas sometimes I don't want to use really big words in front of people because I don't want to look like, oh, I'm trying to show off with that big word. <laughs> I just did it a minute ago. You did? What word? What big word did you use? I was going to say denigrate the church. Ooh, that's a big word. Yeah. And I was like, no, it sounds like I'm being... What's active. interesting, Ben, was that uh, one of the teens, um, after the first episode was recorded and one of the teens listened to it and I asked, you know, oh, what did you think? She goes, Anzi, you sound really grown up. I was like, what? Like, you sound grown up. You're talking about serious issues. And I'm like, do I not normally? Like, for you guys as a teen? And I realize it's because, yeah, we as humans, we contextualize everything that we say to fit with that context. So do you think it's the words themselves that that you are attached to? Or is it the meaning behind the words? Both. Okay. It's the meaning. It's how it's interpreted as well. And how it's uh, communicated. Because it's not necessarily what they say, it's how they say it. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if you're a woman, it is. If you're a man, it's just... Whoa! What does that mean? <laughs> no, it's, that's just like the typical, like, um, stereotype. I'm, I'm being... I'm, I'm joking. But that's the, that's the typical stereotype, isn't it? Like What, guys are more simpler? Uh, no, of a woman will say, oh, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. It's true. It's like... Yeah, 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 it is true. It is true. But is it, I guess for guys, they're more straightforward. Is that true? Um, yeah, I think That yes is yes and no is no. I think sometimes I've noticed, like, in editing the, these podcasts, I have to listen back, like, to everything, right, to decide what goes in and what comes out. Okay. And um, I've noticed that often when we have, like, a, a disagreement, you're fixated on your interpretation of the words and I'm fixated on the actual words that come out of both of our mouths. So if you say something like, 
All all Christians believe this. That will lead me to be like, well, no, not all Christians. So you're fixated on the top of the iceberg. I'm fixated on the top and the bottom of the iceberg. Well, it's funny, though, because it's your your view of the iceberg when I'm saying something. So so, so some... we have different views of the same iceberg. Yeah, right? Because we're looking at it from different sides. So <laughs> Meanwhile, sometimes... there's a Titanic coming in and it's like <laughs> bulldozing over this iceberg. <laughs> the the yeah. ship has sunk. So yeah, so sometimes you misinterpret what I'm saying. And when I'm listening back to it, when I'm editing, I'm like, oh, I was literally whatever the words that come out of my mouth are what my brain is trying to communicate. And you're like looking for a subtext sometimes. And sometimes there isn't one. And sometimes I notice when you're saying something, I'm like, oh, I'm just listening to the words that are coming out of Ansi's mouth, not the subtext, which is quite obvious when I'm saying This is a really good discovery, Ben. Yeah. I guess you are... A great example of a male, and I'm a great example of a female. Uh, does that mean that it happens in uh, marriages and it happens in relationships? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's where communication breaks down. Yeah, it can. It can be definitely. Oh, cool, interesting. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's true. I I agree with you there. Oh, good observations. Well done, Ben. Thanks. That's what I was writing when I wasn't listening. Tisk. Anyhow. Is there something that someone said to you that's like really, like that you keep coming back to, even though they said it a long time ago? Yes. Do you want to share? Um, so this is also a reason why I thought we should talk about this, um, this this topic this week. Because last, last week, um, there are certain family members that know how to trigger you, um, especially, I, I don't know about you, Ben. And what your relationship with your family is like. But it looks good from the outside. But for Chinese families, words definitely have power. Um, And if you've grown up in an environment where your parents are scolding you all the time, to, you know, they're reprimanding you and they are um, trying to train you up and and they'll say things like, "Um, it's only because I love you, that's why I'm telling you these words. Um, like, and that is to tear you down in order to help toughen your skin. And that's quite a common Chinese trait. Um, and so (laughs) my mom was saying how stupid I was. And the annoying thing was, was that I was just doing what I used to do all the time growing up. I would just repeat what she'd say and be like, oh yeah, I'm really stupid. Like being really passive aggressive in agreement with her. And, and that, and she was saying all these really bad things about me. Like, oh, you're fat. You're so stupid. Oh, no wonder you're still single. Blah, blah. And I'd be repeating these things. And it wasn't until after this conversation with her that I just, I just broke down and I just thought, this is, this is really bad. And then, but instead, um, it just reminded me, actually, throughout my whole childhood and teenage years, this was a constant thing. And I think when you get fed these attacks and insults, you start to replay it and it almost becomes part of your identity, which I think is not a correct way. And I think that's the same thing that Satan does to us. I'm not to say like my mum is Satan, Um, (laughs) but rather it's the power of words that Satan um, uses to reach into our lives and it can cause a foothold. And so, yeah, to answer your question... Was there something that was said years ago that gets replayed? Yes. Um, what should we do with it? 
Yeah, how do we how do how we, we deal redeem with that? that? I think a, a perfect way to deal with it is to come to the perfect father who has the perfect ability to help build you back up. And so actually, I have um Oh, I did share about it, but we didn't publish it. We had an episode about uh, letters once. <laughs> we recorded it, but we didn't end up doing it. And um so in the episode, I shared about how I actually have um I collect snail mail, uh, especially cards or letters that people have spent time to write. And you know that they spent time to write because it's so prophetic and there's words that really encourage you. So from time to time, if I'm having a really, really hard time and my identity is getting attacked left, right and center, I will refer back to these these notes and it just builds me back up. It's not feeding my ego, but it's actually reminding me, you know, who I am in Christ um, and whose I am as well, which I think is very powerful. So coming back to Christ to help you and surrendering, you know, those lies that either someone has fed you or Satan has fed you. Mm. Have you had experience of that? Yeah, I should have had an answer to this because it was my question. <laughs> um, or have you come from a good environment? No, I mean, I have, I have, the reason I came up with this question is because I know there are things, but nothing specifically comes to mind uh, now, although I do know that, um, like my experience in school of bullying and of, um, just how mean kids can be, not just to me, but, but, to what did they do when they bullied you? These are normally just words actually. Is it just words? Yeah. I didn't really get beaten up. Uh, no, I had a fight once. That was it. Um, yeah. And, and just like thinking about that environment and, and how it impacts the way that, um, I think for me, how I view maybe like, um, masculinity, like what it means to be a man or a boy, I guess, if you're a teenager, um, and what, uh, like what, yeah, how it, how important it is that people like you or, um, or have a, a high impression of you, um, I guess the way that that's affected me really is is like not not wanting to try things where you might be labeled as like oh you're not very good at that. Uh so like I don't know so like a sport that I've not played before would be something that I would be like ooh but I don't want to have a go at that in case you fail. Yeah, okay. in case, like, my class comes back from, like, year eight and everyone's like, oh, you're rubbish, you, like, can't, <laughs> can't hit a baseball or whatever. Um, it, it's definitely, like, it's, I think for me, yeah, definitely thinking back to, like, the things that shape me in a positive or negative way, a lot of it is to do with words rather than things that happened. yeah. I guess even in our teenage years, those are very formative years and there is a possibility of letting that damage you. Yeah, because I think words, to me, words communicate what someone really thinks of you. And that's that's more important. It could be lies, though. It's just Oh, attack, yeah, I think often right? they're lies. Yeah, or, Yeah, or just not true, right? Um, but it, on as a recipient of those words... Like you don't have anything to base that on. Um, so, or even if, no, you know, even if, even if what they're saying is wrong, that can be just as frustrating because you're like, I know that's not true. Mm. And yet you're saying it and 
saying that to other people in a positive or negative way, I guess. Mm. Well, that's that's the power of communication, though, isn't it? You say something in order to spark a reaction from someone else. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you say those things? Yeah. Positive or negative now? Dude, let's look at some Bible scripture. Obviously, the, the passage for today is... <laughs> is it from James? James chapter Oh, three. called it! <laughs> yeah. Uh, James 3, verse 5. The tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire. Yeah, I think that's I think that that sums it up, right? Like that's it's about one word in the right place can can either massively build someone up or massively um knock them down. And I think maybe as Christians we don't we don't always think about how our words might be might go, come across. Hmm. Yeah. It's true. I think you only realize it afterwards if it's been received negatively. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think before. Many of us don't think before we speak, unfortunately. Um, But we are, yeah, we should be careful. Even in Proverbs, what does it say? Proverbs 15 says, "A, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. We just have to be gentle with one another. Um, and then even in Proverbs 15, the tongue of a wise, call, oh, uh, but the mouth of the fool gushes folly. And I think it's just a case of, if you know you have a tendency to be sharp-tongued, um, you have had a track record of saying things that might offend, um, I think the important thing is to just keep turning to God um, for wisdom in shaping how you speak so that your tongue can be an instrument of his peace as opposed to um, an instrument that tears down people. Um, but generally, I know that God has the power to change and heal us, um, to become better beings, really, to become more Christ-like. So if you're the type of person to be really sensitive to words, I would encourage you to, yeah, just look up there's this um, thing that I do from time to time, especially when I'm feeling really low, is to go through um, the freedom of Christ affirmations about who you are in Christ. Um, we should do a link in the show notes. Okay. Yeah, so it's important to let God's words really encapsulate you in your identity because God's words have the power to build you up and give you those affirmations as to who you are. Yeah, I think, you know... Um... I'm thinking about this, this James verse, um, and later on he says, "Out of out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, mm. brothers and sisters. This should not be. Can fresh water and salt water both flow from the same spring?" What does that mean? Well, that's like praise and cursing, right? Fresh water and salt water. So one minute you're singing worship songs, the next minute you're cursing your family member. Yeah. Yeah, I think if we're I, well, I mean, this this is quite clear. It's like that's that's not really possible, is it? So one of them's disingenuous. Do you receive compliments well, Ben? I don't know if I socially receive them well, but um, 
I do take them on board. Do you rewind them at the end of the day and get really like happy about them? Yeah. When you reflect and you think about it before bedtime. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And in the same way, I think a lack of words can, can, uh, can also, um, lack of compliments can, can have an effect as well. Yeah, it can. It really can. Lack of appreciation can also affect you. Mm, Yeah. You know. Do you not, do not agree? I don't, I don't often feel underappreciated. Really? Yeah. Maybe you're not doing enough then. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's more feeling like it's, it's not my actions. It's like, it's not what I do that matters. It's, it's like how good I am at it that matters to me. Oh, interesting. So it doesn't matter that. So your success spend... is more important than trying. No, I know how much effort I've put into stuff. So it's less important to me that other people know how much effort I've put in and acknowledge that effort. But but it is important that, that I am validated somehow in my abilities to do a particular thing. Validation. Yeah. Is validation biblical? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, that's too much of a blanket statement. It doesn't feel like the way that I'm talking about it feels biblical um, because it shouldn't matter. But I think I think in terms of like my self image, I have more doubt about like, am I even good at this? Whatever it is, you know, like preaching or like, like, am I good at music? Am I a good parent? Um, it matters to me if I'm good at that and hearing other people tell me that I am good at it kind of affirms that and similarly sometimes I think nobody's complimenting me on that particular skill does that mean that I'm not good at that I think I think as humans we we want to have that feedback though right yeah Yeah. that's what the validation is about is having the feedback and some people receive constructive criticism really negatively some people really need it like in order to get better. Did you ever hear of the, um, oh, I don't know how to say it without swearing. The the crap (laughs) sandwich. What sandwich? The crap sandwich is a way to give um, feedback to someone. Uh, Who's is this? Um, So, Ansi, I really like the way that you have for me to record this podcast. Um, But I would have appreciated it if you, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would have appreciated it if you'd provided me more um, foam padding. No, I don't have foam padding. Thank you for thank you for letting me into your house. Tolerating a crap sandwich. You. Two two good things and a bad thing in the middle. Oh, I see. I see. Good, bad, then good. So the ba- the central central filling is bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's a shame. Well, that's the idea that you leave people feeling positive. Oh, oh, oh. okay. I just call that. I don't, I don't recall that being called a crap sandwich. Well, most people don't use that word. I just say good, bad, good. Yeah. But um, see, because I, I think that for Chinese culture, we don't receive compliments well, for sure, or praise, because we're not used to that. We've not grown up with compliments. Um, instead, we've grown up with this other thing, like, oh, in order to feel loved, it's through their actions, through acts of service is what they call it in the the love language world. Um, So we're not used to that positive reinforcement. Um, 
unless it's like in front of people. Do you know what I mean? Because you're giving someone face. Like at a wedding, then it's going to be like, of course, you need to say all these words. But on a day-to-day scale, you wouldn't necessarily be praising one another. In fact, you'd be criticizing one another, which I think is really bad in our culture, something that we need to move away from. And I remember, um, yeah, our brother James used to used to talk about this in his sermons about how now that he's a parent, he's been much better at encouraging his son whenever he he's managed to do a poo in the toilet you know praising him well done good job as opposed to oh you could have done better or why didn't you get 90 why why did you get 99 out of 100 why couldn't you get 100 do you know what I mean so I think in our culture it is heavily ingrained in um not giving positive reinforcement and it's really sad actually because that can really strengthen or weaken your identity. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess that's not the only way that people feel loved, right? Yeah, I know. Um, but, but if you, yeah, but if, if, you're, you're, if you're tearing people down, yeah, then it's not going to be good. You're, yeah, you're, you're kind of doing the opposite, aren't you? It's very, it's very Chinese, I think. Well, I don't know about other cultures, but definitely when, when I am... Um, <laughs> This is one reason why I'm not keen on watching Chinese channel because um, nowadays, you know, it's all quite political and there's a lot of really bad language about it. And, you know, they're just swearing and using all sorts of language that I'm not exactly keen on because it's not building someone up. Um, And that's what it is in, in that culture. It's the constant one up, one up of each other. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) You diss me, I diss you back. I I will return that diss with a harsher diss. And then before you know it, that's how fights escalate. And that's that's why a lot of, you know, the violence happens because it started off with words. Yeah. I guess also it like complimenting someone or telling them how you feel about them is is being vulnerable, isn't it? I guess so. And I guess that's why in Chinese culture it's not as it's not cool yeah because because you are losing face aren't you if you say oh that really made me feel oh xyz that's true yeah it's true so what should we be doing then should we go uh, go ahead and keep complimenting people yeah. yeah but surely that will lose the meaning of the compliments then because you know if i keep complimenting you ben then you're just your head's gonna explode due to no, pride i don't think so no no, I don't think so. Really? That's what the Chinese people say. Yeah, but that's not how it goes across. Because you weigh it in balance, you know. Like, you know, like if if um, if my mum tells me I'm really good at guitar, then... Uh, oh, but your mum's going to say that, though. Yeah, of course, that's what your I'm mom, saying. So. Your mum's amazing. <laughs> right, but I'm also thinking, like, when, when somebody compliments me, I'm going to... I'm going to like interpret it through the like i'll look at i'll look at like who it is that's that's saying that to me and why as well you know it means more to me that like your wife says something that yeah or no not well yeah my wife but um somebody that that has no like no vested interest in um in coming up and 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 saying that to me that, that probably means more because or someone that's that's uh a musician or you know like that means more because i'm like 
Oh. Because they've got credibility. It's objective. It's more objective, right? They're not they're not looking at me thinking, oh, I'd like to build Ben up here. So I'm just going to come in. And so I think if strangers kept coming up to me and complimenting me all the time on lots of different things, that would probably make me big-headed. But hearing it from a friend is um, is more about just validation, I think. And where they come from. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. in my head, I'm trying to think of Bible examples now. So Moses would be a prime example how, you know, he was called at the burning bush and God told him to go. And But what did he say? He made all these excuses like, mm-hmm. I'm no good with my mouth. I'm, I, I'm, I can't do this. What did God say instead? Like, I'm going to send someone else then. Yes. Well, I'm going to get somebody else to do the talking. But he still had Moses lead though, right? Yeah. He didn't say, oh, you can do this. I'm a feed yourself ego. You, you, you're really good. Blah 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 blah. Like buttering someone up, but instead it was his God's response was, "I am God. I have the power to do this through you. Yeah. Trust me." And I think that speaks way more volume than us trying to, you know, speak life and get validation from an, another person just to just so that we can move forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. To do God's work. Like, sure, you might be good at music, um, but actually it's not your ability. It's actually what God can do through you. That's what I would want to say, Ben. That's why. That's one of the reasons why I don't always compliment people because that can be feeding. <laughs> your... Ben just gave me a, a side glance. <laughs> I mean, I feel like... So no, let me hear me out. Hear me out. So the reason why I don't always compliment people is because it can feed into their ego, and when you are feeding into someone's ego, you are what was that acronym someone once mentioned? You're edging God out. Um, <laughs> so you're not giving space for God in that person's life, but instead you are elevating them to a status of like I'm really good. Look at me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So instead, I would be like, oh, wow, God is really using you. Like, I would, if I really wanted to compliment someone, I would, well, hopefully, bring about God. Um, if someone cooks me an amazing meal, of course I want to, like, tell them, you know, it's good. And they'll feel really flattered. But I think it's what we do with those compliments. Are we going to turn it around and give praise to God? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you not think that that's um, (laughs) just like what you were saying about like Chinese? Uh, I guess my Chinese-ness is also quite evident as well. Like, oh, we can't, we can't possibly pay someone. We can't possibly tell someone that they're actually talented at this, this thing. But I think it's important to phrase it in a way that packages it with God. I think that's okay. I mean... Yeah, but you can you can still do that and and say like that God really wants to use your gift of this, you know. If I decided that I was going to start producing artwork, <laughs> um, I don't know, I think it'd be okay. I need to know. P.S. Listener, Ben does not know how to draw. 
Yeah. 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 He has he has people in his life. Everyone in his life can draw. I think my daughter can draw better than I me. think she, she can. Yeah. Um, if I decided that I was going to start drawing. Why? Just something that I decided I wanted to do, you know? Okay. Like, but, <laughs> you don't ask the other artists why they've started drawing, right? You just don't. And I didn't know. I didn't have kind. people like you, Auntie, to tell me that you can't draw, Ben. Which is fine. Like, I know so, I can't draw. Uh, so I'm not... Actually, it's only because I know you. But I would phrase it in a way like, oh, it could be better. No, 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 it could be better. It, maybe I would focus on... Say if you produced a painting for me, I might focus on, oh, that's a nice frame. <laughs> Yeah, do you get a crap sandwich, right? There's a nice frame. That does not like anything. Crap I like that you use colours. Um, I like your use of colours. Yeah. Oh, I like I like the paper choice you made. Yeah, for me, like, if I started doing that and then getting those kind of comments, I would probably not continue doing that. Oh, so you would take it on board. So I feel like, for me, if I was going to start doing something new, I would be quite keen to hear what people really thought about it so that I didn't make a fool of myself by trying to become an artist. But would you not keep trying? So some people will take that negative press and use that as fuel to continue on. That's only if you believe that you that you have the... The talent. Yeah. Which, like, I feel like I would probably teach myself to draw, but I don't have the desire to. Okay. Um, but I think I think we do need to encourage one another. You know, like like with the worship team, yeah. if I, if I'm not encouraging um, new leaders in in worship, if I'm not encouraging um, our musicians, then they might stop serving. And yeah, I don't think I don't think our worship team is um, we're we're not like Hillsong, are we? No, uh, <laughs> but, but we still have standards of of um, of quality and. Um, I think we need to be encouraging each other in that rather than saying, oh, I don't want them to get too big-headed about it. It's and a heart thing, If, if you notice someone is... <laughs> it's a heart thing. <laughs> yeah, right. But then if you notice someone is getting proud about it, then maybe yeah. you, you back off, you know. And um, there's definitely times when you can see that that kind of thing can be negative. But I feel like we should probably start from, from, the, from the positive point of view and say, you know, actually... Paying a compliment to someone is probably going to be more beneficial, especially in a society where everyone is so, like, separated out. And I guess so. Yeah. But I would still do it with caution, though, with wisdom, with godly wisdom. Seek godly wisdom. I think there's a time and a place to do it. There's a, yeah, you need to be sensitive and be fully aware as to when God oh, yeah. wants you to give someone a compliment or encouragement i think i think we can always be encouraging okay. right like if i said that to my kids oh yeah i've noticed that you've uh, that you've done all of your all of your work today but i'm not going to compliment you because you should be doing that like that i don't think that's 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 not going to make that's not going to have any positive impact wasn't that oh i remember this Bert always mentions it in a sermon how like you know Bert used to do a lot of the um, dishes and like the house chores and he was waiting for Fan, his wife, to compliment him. Mm. But what was Fan's response after a while? You're meant to be doing this. Yeah. Aren't your kids meant to be doing the, all their work? 
Yeah, but it is, complimenting them doesn't mean that, like, oh, oh you've. I know. It's an expectation. It is an expectation, but a compliment. Compliments this. can help to reinforce that behavior, right? right? So is it just acknowledgement? People just want acknowledgement. You taught English. You know that if you if somebody reads something to you and you don't give them positive feedback, they're not going to continue really doing not. it, are they? True. They're true. trying to read a word and you're like not going to say you said that well. Like they're not going to know how to do it in the future. So are you saying that after every task that we do, we need to have someone affirm it? No, 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 no. But but I'm talking about us paying compliments to others, not not us as individuals. I think paying a compliment can't really hurt if it's a genuine compliment. You know, like if you're you're saying to someone, you're really good at basketball and they are really good at basketball, then that's not really them. That's not going to cause them to get big headed. That's going to let them know that they have a... a But after a certain period of time, say if like that person is really intelligent, they will get so used to people just being like, stumped with their intelligence and that there is a level of pride and at that point i would still want god to tell me god how can i help them how can i you know like what could i say it's going to be humbling like if you wanted to happen to mention someone's pride oh yeah i mean if you notice if someone is proud then you don't need to compliment them But if it's just like, oh, hey, I just met you and I noticed that you're very good at this. I think that's um, that's always a good thing. I think we shouldn't be shying away from that. Yeah, it's having wisdom, Ben. If your heart is right with God, you will have the wisdom. Yeah, but you said you don't like to give people compliments. (sighs) Fine, I will retract what I just said. I will give compliments where necessary. Okay, then we're... I think it's always... Not always. Sorry, it's too, too hyperbolic. Because in my opinion, there is a time and a place to build. And there is a time and a place to tear down. What? what? <laughs> Doesn't it say in... If... Yeah, I don't think that... I don't think that means about people. I think we should always be building people up. So are you saying we ways. should keep building up the proud ones? No, because you're not really building them up then, are you? Surely God needs us to rebuke and challenge people as well yeah that's not really tearing down though fine you can still compliment them. let's not call it tearing down let's call them call it humbling them that sounds super arrogant Does it? Okay. i'm going to go and humble god told me that he wants me to humble you <laughs> so what should we do about that then uh, you need to come to people with grace, grace and true, you need to not true, be true, true, true. holier than that. Like yes. I've noticed that you're proud. You're right, Ben. You're right. You're always right. Oh, thanks, Hansi. No, I just said that in a very um, sarcastic manner. Oh, did you? I just hear the words, not the tone. <laughs> it's, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Um, but no, no, no. If anything, Ben said to me, Hansi, one day I would like for you to edit all of this, and I'm like, no. Why? I just don't have the skills. I know I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. Oh, no. Yeah, but I didn't want you to do it for the skills. I just wanted you to do it for the insight. Oh, for the insight. Yeah. No, thanks. I can already see that I would get a migraine. Ben had a migraine one week because he was annoyed at my voice. I don't think it was. I think it was the weather. <laughs> okay. Okay. But um, I do know that there's power in words um, and there is significance in building and tearing people down. But we are called to, in the Bible, keep building 
one another up. Yes. That means Jesus didn't build up the Pharisees. He teared them down. <laughs> so how? Yeah, but that's because they didn't... It, like, if you notice someone's... You said, if I see someone's good at something, I don't want to compliment them on it in case it get, makes them pri- proud. Oh. Bleh, proudful. Pro- what's the word? Proud. Um, and I think you... I think if you've noticed someone is... If you notice something about someone uh, that is good and positive... I think you should tell them that so that they know. True. If you notice something bad, then don't go around telling... Like, if you see someone being arrogant about how amazing they are at whatever... Look at me and my amazing guitar skills. Right. Then don't go and say, you're really good, you know. Like, yeah. So like, oh... But some people do things just to fish for compliments, though. Is that the whole point of social media? Ooh, good question. It's a heart thing. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. Again, it is a heart thing because it depends on why you're posting up. Are you doing this because, you know, you want to connect with your friends, your social audience, or are you doing this just to get popularity? Yeah, just to get the likes. Yeah, some people do. I think as soon, as soon as you start caring and you start comparing about, oh, that person had, like, 156 likes. I've only had seven. Like, that is... You are wanting to seek... What's that word? Social validation. Yeah. yeah. For your ego. Edging God out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what have we learnt then? So I've learned that it's not just words, but it's also absence of words and it's also meaning that matters. So I guess really it's, it's about communication. Yeah. Um, and I think for, for me as a man or as a, as a, a logical robot or whatever, um, it... it <laughs> It's important to think about how the words are are received as well as what the actual words are. Yeah. Um, and also to to like to pay people more compliments, I think. Okay. Yeah. When or they deserve it. When they deserve it. Yeah, I don't know why I'd be paying a compliment to someone who doesn't deserve it, but to No, because maybe you want to manipulate them into doing something. That's why people compliment you. Yeah, that's I guess. called buttering you up, and I know oh, when people are doing that to this me. This is this is like the realist versus the optimist <laughs> again. It's true. I'm like, people wouldn't do that, would they? Yes, they yeah, would. I know. I know they would, but it, it doesn't enter There's into my head. There's a lot of people that like to do that to me. Oh, Auntie, you know you're really good at like photography. Can you help me out with this wedding? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not a wedding photographer. Yeah. Okay. What have you learned? Um, I think it's. We all know we need to be mindful of our words um, and we all know that we need to build one another up. Um, so I think it's it's um, a case of just be open to the spirit leading you to send words of encouragement. I know that there is power um, and God can really use you to bring encouragement to other people. Express it often um, and don't be afraid. Um, yeah. Words are everything. If you have an issue with saying them out loud, write them out. Write them. Leave them a note. Send them a nice message. 
Um, everybody loves snail mail. Um, but I think it's important to, yeah, just to know that, um, and if, if you're the type of person who also needs to have and receive words of affirmation, maybe that is your primary love language, don't be afraid to bring it up when you are needing affirmation from people. Um, yeah, and just to be open and direct. It is about communication, having a clear communication. And, and if someone has said a harsh word to you, be the person that speaks up and be like, I'm really sorry. Um, like... Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry for for upsetting you earlier. Would you forgive me? And there is power for the person to say, "I forgive you, Anzi." Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pray a blessing over someone. I would say, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we know. Like James is pretty clear. The book of James is pretty clear. Um. <laughs> Go read chapter three if you if you have any more questions. Um, but I think we're all affected by words more than 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 we realise. All right then. So if this episode really spoke to you today, because of our words, <laughs> um, please send us feedback. We'd love to hear your words, and um, please rate and subscribe us on your usual podcast apps. Until next week, take care. Toodaloo.